Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast. For today, we're covering NWA Saturday night on TBS from April the 23rd, 1988. Picking right back up where we left off last week. And this is a big time episode, if I must say so myself. I'm sitting here with Doc and not Hardbody Hopper, although I believe Hopper will be joining us because Doc. As we got started, he just said, "I'm shitting." I got a text message from him. <laughs> well, you know, you've been gone. You've been gone on your soul cruise for the past week, but it's good to know that when you come back, and you and I really only talked for about thirty seconds before we hit the record. When you get back, man, things are really just where you left them, right? Harper's still late. I'm still on time, and in big news, back at the workplace because you haven't been back there yet. Uh, I just got to report to everybody that we hired a replacement for the T-Rex, and that person has already quit. <laughs> what are the odds, right? Yeah, I saw the T-Rex. He he uh, came up to visit uh, last week. He's doing great, man. He's already traveled for work. He's working overtime and getting paid. He's still, he, fat um... as, he's still fat as all outside, but, you know, I mean... He was like, man, I love it. They asked him to come back, too, and he said no. How sad is that? <laughs> so, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and cut to the chase because you haven't been around to promote the, the show like you should on Twitter. So, there hasn't been a lot of activity. I haven't seen what the, the, the patrons are out there doing, the, univer- the armies out there doing. So, I'm going to go ahead and put T-Rex in the spotlight because I think he's getting his, what constitutes a come up for him. I think T-Rex is getting his come up these days. So, I'm going to put him in the Dockaholic spotlight this week. We always said for years on this show that the T-Rex was, we he's like the person that, you know, we, we would poke a little fun at and have fun at uh, the expense of, but... We we always said he was a good dude and he was a good worker. It wasn't. I mean, I don't think we painted him as this bad individual. It was just some of the sappy after work things that he would well, partake in that we would laugh at. His biggest, the biggest thing you could poke at him was that he made some terrible personal time off decisions. <laughs> but you know. We can't all be perfect. How was how was how was the big vacation with Sa- out with Sasha and, and the and the and the Sashettes or the or your children? You had fun, family bonding. I'd rather tell the story that I had 
messaged you with that one day I was on Messenger the whole time I was gone. I would rather because I, I I I literally went dark for the most part. Um, I would rather tell. Wait, wait. Did you just say you went dark? Yeah, I went dark off of the, <laughs> the grid, social media grid. Oh, okay. Um, I came back to a couple hundred messages, either via DM or or mentions, and I got to be honest, I didn't see much of it because I I got back and I looked at it for a minute, was like, yeah, I'm shutting this down. Um, and I'm assuming nothing was on fire because no one emailed me uh, with anything show related. So there you go. But anyway, I'm hey, going you know to what? tell. No, you know what? No, no, here it is, man. When you're gone, show just came out on time. If you didn't, if we didn't tell people, people wouldn't know. Well, Stephen Jaworski on the Facebook group, I saw this just today because Harper told me about it on a day or two ago. We were talking. I got on. I had to call him for something. And someone, I think it was Stephen Jaworski said, uh, we haven't heard from Mike in a week. Uh, is he all right? Do we need to put out a you know wellness check or whatever? And, and Harper told him he went back to Africa. God. That's, Come on, man. That's not that's classy. Not, that's not classy at all. So, yeah, that's type of shit. Well, hey, <laughs> and I we gotta, gotta, well, and just so everybody knows, now we got, we were ahead, so we all got a break from recording while you were gone. But this week is catch-up week, so we've got to record this on an off night that we normally do. Then come back with our regular night three nights from now. And then two nights after that, we got to hit the two Smoky Mountains. So I got to tell you, though, I use the time. I've, I've watched them all. I could do them all tonight if you want. I could, too, actually. I could do the next one tonight if we really wanted to, but we can't. Uh, speaking of uh, episodes, no, you're right. I have to do an episode with Lance this week. I have to do a Mid-South episode. I have to do this episode. I have to do the next NWA episode this week. And um, I think that, oh, and the two Smoky Mountains. So there you go. I, I've got one night off this week, Monday. Thank it's good you. Thing, it's a good thing we love wrestling so much. Hey, I don't know if you know this while you were gone, but uh, Sasha turned in real life. Sa- shoot, shot, shoot, Sasha turned heel. I I just saw it today. Okay, just saw it. And that, that today being damn near a week since it happened. Well, I, I was, we were watching it, and she came out. And I go, that, I told Mrs. Doc, I go, that's the one Mike likes. She goes, why? <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, real funny. All right, so while we're waiting for Hopper to finish taking his dump and so that we can call him as he is uh, eight minutes late at this point, I want to give a special shout-out to our largest page contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry. Thank you for your generous patronage contributions each and every month. And then um, in real time, you're hearing these a week apart, but it's it's literally been like um, 10 days since uh, we, we've last recorded something. So I got a bunch of either new shout outs or bump up. So new shout out, uh, new Patreon members, Greg Briggs. Thank you for becoming a patron member. Uh, new shout out, uh, no name, but I've got a, a couple of initials. CPZZX. D signed up. Uh, Big J Sampson, longtime Patreon member. Thank you, Big J, for all you do for the show. Thanks for bumping up your pledge. Sam Board, I can't remember if I mentioned you last week. Uh, also, new Patreon member, Jake Grabert or Grabert. Thank you very much for signing up and becoming a Patreon member. Daryl McGregor, thanks for bumping up your pledge. 
Chris Turnstall either signed back up or made the move to Patreon. I'm not really sure. Uh, so if I've mentioned you before, uh, that's why. Either way, thank you, Chris. Um, and new Patreon member, Nick Fawcett. Thank you for signing up. Hopefully I said your name right, Nick. If I didn't, my apologies. And let me know, but I appreciate you. I know you're all in the Facebook group with the rest of us. So thank you very much for all the new Patreon members and bump ups. Again, it's it, you all don't know this, but it's been like 11 days since we last recorded. So uh, I wasn't sure if I got all these in on the last show and I wasn't going to go back and re-listen. So I wanted to make sure I covered everybody that signed up or bumped up their pledge. Doc. Uh, well, you know what? Let me, let me. Yeah, that's fine. We can do this. So anyway. He must have his ship must have tried to come out sideways. So I just want to say, when you're a patron of this show, there is no other place that you spend your dollar that the that the company or establishment that you're paying it to needs it more, or that it contributes more to the actual bottom line of getting things done. You go down and buy something at Walmart. Man, that's like throwing a tennis shoe down a hallway or sticking your dick in one of Harper's broads. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like throwing a pebble in an ocean. But when you're a patron and, and you you are helping us literally every month keep the lights on. Am I wrong? Um, not wrong at all. Um, it actually helps me justify to my wife spending so much time on these shows. Uh, for that's real. right that's right and, um, and so you know uh, we we come on here and we're half joking and half bullshitting about all these shows that you're doing and we're doing and recording and watching wrestling and we like to talk on about this and bust on things and have all this but i mean we all know this, i listen to podcasts too man i, I derive a lot of, jo- of enjoyment from them so you get to be a part of this especially when you start paying the big bucks and start to get calling shots out on like extra shows and stuff that's the that's when you're really making the the the, the big ball of shot caller kind of contributions speaking of uh spending money uh, back on the show do i do i you say you got a laptop but it's been weeks now do i do i need to use the funds to get you a new laptop because i'm willing to do that if you but 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 it sounds like no. you got one at works. You just haven't set it up yet. No, I can see it sitting over there on the floor, right over there. I just well, what I, the I, fuck, I, man? Stop procrastinating. Uh, well, I've been busy. It's hot outside, man. Hotter than thick thumb, baby. It's hot out there. Hotter than firecracker. It's man, hot, I can't. Baby. I can't wait any longer to start talking no. about this episode because this episode is a momentous occasion and i'd love for harper to be here but hey man we can't worry about who's not here we got to play with the team that we got we do have to play with the team that we got so with that said uh we'll jump into it because the good stuff actually kind of happens as we get into it so let me uh let me uh, hit the start on the patreon video and we will be off and running with the uh with this episode hold on one second there we go Uh, all right uh, all right i need to share my screen don't i you do. All I can see is your ugly face staring at me, and it's not pretty. Share screen. Let's get to that application. <laughs> you looking for? Uh, hey, you looking forward to sliding your ass back into work in the morning? How's that going to work? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know, man. Um, it is what it is. You know. I mean, what you gonna do? You got to work for a living. That's how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Man, this dumb shit. So, yeah, this dumb shit. Again, <laughs> this is April the 23rd, 1988, NWA Saturday Night on TBS. It is coming from the Jacksonville Coliseum. The beginning of the show, they show the Midnight Rider attempting 
to murder Tully Blanchard. Uh, more on that later. Uh, we'll, I just we'll have one thing it. from this though. This is yeah. some dumb. This is some dumb shit. But man, he didn't know how to do that lasso though. He messed that up. Um, he really did for a cowboy. But, midnight. But let rider. me tell you. Let me tell you something. We can bag on this, and we do. That crowd is into this shit. I. Yeah. You know what's funny? You can never disagree on thing when things like that happen on these episodes. Like when they go into that's what I love about the when they go into the get outside the studio. And we all love studio wrestling. Let's it's a different. Hey man, they say it about those promoters. Man, what is it? They don't even you don't look at the crowd. You listen to the crowd. Yeah, and they listen to the crowd. And I mean, like you said, that these people were going nuts for this shit. As much as we have kind of buried it a little bit here and not enjoyed, um, we we. We we can honestly say that the people reacted, and that was that. So, all right, we go. So, is, was he at, well? Was he out there doing that in a sports coat, Dusty? Yeah, in the Midnight Rider, it, it gets kind of like a sports coat. I mean, it's not I, a sports kind of. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking like that whole intro. Man, we're out there with horses and lassos. And then just cowboy hats. And I'm thinking we're so here's the thing. I love the South. I'm from the South. I've I've never lived outside of the South. I'm Southern, so to speak. But we're a wrestling promotion that's trying to go national. And how Southern and I preferred that it just stayed Southern. But man, that's gotta look Southern to the, all the rest of the country, just like a bunch of hillbillies. Well, I think you said on the last I think you said on the last episode or the one before that I can't remember. You talked about the Midnight Rider angle in general, and you said the problem with it is it was a Southern wrestling angle when you're trying to go national. Do you right. remember saying that, or were you? No, you I, were drinking I, Gatorade I, and Malibu rum that. Oh, that was a, that was a bad decision, man. I have a drink. Yeah, it was. I remember the next day. <laughs> you were talking about you were up all night pissing. Your bladder couldn't be empty. I'm, I've been on the wagon ever since, man. I dropped several pounds. I am looking like White Lashley these days. That's nice, Doc. All right. Uh, let's keep going as we wait for Hopper to finish his dumperoo. Cause that must be hard. one hell that must be one hell of a shit. Maybe he's got some broad in there blowing him while he's sitting there taking a shit. Wow. That would be uh, There's a name there's a name for that on Urban Dictionary. I just don't remember what it is. So somebody send that to Lance SMU heavyweight. Uh, <laughs> you didn't see it, but people hold on. Dan Rackley, T Hog ninety four, and there were others. Who I just couldn't respond to them all because there were so I had so many mentions and that that had, that had sent him tweets about putting together a montage of programs and whatnot. They he, they got on him about you 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 and um Harper's comments about uh sending him programs. It was funny. all right. So Dan and T Hog, I saw them. I might not have responded, but I saw them. Okay, Sting is about to defeat David Isley. Doc, you got anything from this? Not a damn thing. All right. And then after that, Sting cuts a promo. He starts screaming and he's howling and he challenges mm. Ric Flair to 60 more minutes. Although, if he's referring to the clash, they only went 45. But did you have anything to Yeah, Sting? and is this where he says he's going to have judges again? Uh, I'll tell you what. Hold on. Oh, because we don't have to listen to it. No, no, no. It's, it's, it, it really is actually short if we, if we listen to it. Here it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here is Sting. Oh, David, David, ask me what I'm up to these days. What are you up to? 
I got a project going. See, I had 45 minutes not too long ago against the Nature Boy. Three judges at ringside, J.J. Dillon up there somewhere in a cage. My new project, hold this right about there so I don't have to bend over. My new project, 60 minutes, three more judges, and hopefully if I can do it, J.J. again up there in a cage. Yeah. Okay, stop. Hold on, hold on. Uh. <laughs> I wanted to get a stream. Ladies and gentlemen, Sting. All right. So right, none ahead. of that, none of that worked out for him last time. So he's wanting to do it again. That doesn't make any sense. That judge's shit. He should have. They should have realized how dumb that was. Pivoted from it. Just <sighs> judges. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Why are you so upset? I do agree. I've all. I've always said the whole judge thing was kind of dumb. Right. It is what it is. All right. So we go from Sting screaming and howling to, uh, you know, with the 60 more minutes. And, and I, I made a mistake. He didn't mention they went 45. Uh, so I had, a, I had my note wrong. Here comes the Midnight Rider riding to the ring <laughs> uh, um, on yeah, uh, his in horse, a Dos coat. Diablo, in a sports coat. Well, no. Is it really a sports coat? Let's look at it. It's kind of long. That's got to be the hardest thing to, to, to wrestle in, right? It's not like, a sports coat because look how long it is. Is it a duster? I guess. Bruh, you might as well put on a suit of armor and try to wrestle in that shit. Now, now you got something, you're saying something and you're talking about trying to wrestle in that shit because that's... Right. I mean, you, you, you're so restricted movement-wise. Right. He wear, he's not used to wearing a mask, so he's wearing a mask. Now he's got this coat on. He ain't, the, you know he ain't in the best cardio shape. He's 400, 350 pounds. He's in his he, 40s. We're lucky we didn't he, lose Dusty that night in a hot building in Jacksonville. He he's got to be sweating in that. Thing, no man. kidding. So he's heading to the ring and he's about to take on Big Bear Collie, who uh, Hopper remember uh, at one point was like, "Is that Scott Norton?" It's not Scott Norton, as we've already talked about. Uh, before the match, they like Doc and I were talking about. They show him riding on his horse, El Diablo or Dos Diablo or whatever it was. The the Midnight Rider wins very quickly with a DDT and then hits another DDT after the match uh, is over. So kind of being a bit of a heel, but well, he's uh, he's that's the dark side. That's the violence that he was brought up in that Sullivan and Gary Hart keep talking about. Uh, fair said, point. Fair point. We knew him back in the day. This is what he does. Yeah. No. 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 Fair point there. Um, so, any other thoughts, Doc, before I go to this promo where Magnum's going to do some talking? Oh, Jesus. Is that a no? Yes? Maybe? All right, that's nice, Doc. Let's go to the promo. We got Magnum out here. So, what's going to happen is they're going to go to Magnum, and then that's followed by the Midnight Rider. Before they get to the Rider's promo, though, the Rider just starts beating up enhancement talent that's coming to the ring, checking on Big Bear Collie. Here it is. And the bottom, what a crowd we got here, Magnum. The Midnight Rider is bad all the way down to those those bad looking boots, I'm telling you. It comes to a time when it's time for drastic measures. The Midnight Rider is all about drastic measures. He takes care of business in his own way, in his own time. You know, trash draws flies. We're gonna clean up the trash here in the NWA. No matter what it takes, it might not be pretty. The Midnight Riders here. And he's gonna be a force that some men are gonna have to reckon with, and they're not gonna like it. Magnum, you think I can get a word with a Midnight Rider? It'll be all right. 
I said it. The rider is now disposing of the enhancement time. I'm going to pause it for a second because Lord Lord take a dumperoo is just uh, texting me right now to give him a, to to add him to this uh to this to this program doc so give me one second let's get well, Hopper on. Well, come on in. Yeah, for real. Uh, let's see if we can get him added. Hopper. Hi. It updated. Hey, it up what are you talking about it updated skype oh okay uh just so you know we are already recording because doc has to stop at eight uh he's got a he's on it he's on a I, got, I have a hard time. i have a hard stop coming up so uh <laughs> yeah. long time long time no talk how you been harper how you been living i'm doing great all right well that's like always so see just even when mike takes a a, a soul cruise everything keeps doing the same thing so where are we at in the show mike we gotta listen to Dusty. Hopper, I, I did tell the story about how you told Stephen Javorski uh, that I went back to Africa. Thanks, Hopper. You did. How was it? <laughs> it was. Here's here's how it was. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. All right, Hopper. Can you see my screen, Hopper? <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm just because um, we we just got past the part where <laughs> where Magnum cuts the pro. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. That's fucked showing. up. It really is. I hope it goes a fucking hell. Yeah. Um, I'm uh I'm picking up right now where Dusty is. Oh, I'm sorry. The Midnight Rider is clearing the ring of the enhancement talent. Here we go. We're gonna try to get Jim Ross up there. Around the country, my duty, the midnight ride of my house. 
Dos Diablos, I now bring you Tully Blanchard, Iron Anderson, Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen, J.J. Dillon, violence, violence, violence. The Midnight Rider has spoken and will be back right after this. Time out. Well, Harper, you just joined us, so I guess I'll throw it to you first. What you got? I mean, it's dusty. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're eating this shit up. I mean, the fans are reacting to it. Is yeah, that the same what... mask from, from, from when he did it prior? I would imagine. Yeah, I, I'd imagine it was. We're not, mean... in, we're not energized by this. Yeah, well, I bet a bunch of 10-year-old kids were back then. Sounds like the whole damn arena was. Yeah, no. I mean, you know, before you got on Harvard, Doc was saying we kind of poo-pooing it, but the people in the building seem right. to be loving it. Yeah, they're eating this shit up. As as fucking corny as it is. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Doc, you got anything from it? Not really. All right. Well, let's keep I'd rather going. I'd rather sit and listen to some Sting interviews or some shit. Wow. <laughs> We'll keep moving because we got the Fantastics who are coming out, and they're going to defeat Kerry Stevens and Snake Watson. And Tommy and Bobby, as always, they used to do this in UWF as well. They greet the ladies in the front row of each arena. They in and... I said they have more women on the way to the ring than the Young Bucks could muster up in 11 lifetimes. Jesus Christ, is that the most accurate thing ever said? <laughs> oh, God, man. Yeah, pretty much. Are you saying the Bucks don't know how to service the rats? I'm well, they're, I get it. They're married men, and it's 2019, and if they want to be family men, that's okay. But, man, I'm saying that when they wrestle, there are no women to get in their way, and the Fantastics had a hard time getting to the ring. Yeah. Now, now that's true. Um, they only have so, um, dudes So we joke about banging broads and rats and stuff, and okay, whatever. And if they, you know, to each their own, you want to be – Faithful to your wedding vows, I got no problem with that. But all, all you would do, all the young bucks are going to do, is trip over some dude with bad facial hair and acne wearing one of their shirts, and then have to get up, dust himself off, and get to the ring. Yeah, Harper, you were about to say something when Doc was talking about the the fat the, virgins, <laughs> the, the fat virgins when they spend all their money on fucking wrestling shirts and. You know, and semi-automatic and semi-automatic weapons, bruh, bruh. <laughs> there's, not, bruh. <laughs> there's not, there's not a lot of distance between these. People. I didn't want to say that, but I'm fucking looking at these assholes. I'm like, the only thing missing is a young bug shirt for these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Harper, you, Harper, you better you better keep your head on a swivel at the next Wildcat <laughs> show. Because I mean, that's pretty much what they look like. Kind of fat. <laughs> they got shitty facial hair. They fucking look like they kind of bathe. You know when they feel like it. And I guarantee you this: they don't wear fucking shoes. The, the the greatest sign of laziness is when I see these motherfuckers walking around with those fucking uh those like Adidas and Nike fucking flip flops on. Are you telling me you can't put on a pair of socks and fucking tennis shoes, motherfucker? 
Is that too? Is that too much to fucking ask? That's a bridge too far. I can't stand that fucking shit, dude. This is what they wear. They wear some graphic tee from Walmart that's got superheroes on or some shit. And then they got the fucking PE shorts. They're like fucking gym shorts. And they got those fucking those fucking uh, flip-flops. There's like Adidas or Nike on them or something. And that's their everyday attire. Pure sign of laziness. And I have no desire to amount to shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Didn't take them long to get going tonight, partner. I see it every day, and I just want to say, you know, I know you're you, you're you're real comfortable right now, but one day you're gonna wake up and be thirty years old, and you're not gonna know what pussy tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to explain as the I don't want to say who I was talking to him, and they're like. But you're dating someone? It's like, yeah? Well, how do you do that? I- I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bruh. I feel I feel like we gotta get one of those mass mass shooter mug shots and up above it is a thought balloon that says, This is wrestling. Mike, you might Mike, you wanna you might want to steer us back to the ring. Yeah, y'all, y'all are about to go down the wrong path. Oh, my God. All right, we'll keep going. Um, Doc, did you want to hear the Fantastics promo? I didn't really need to hear it. I'm just telling you that somewhere in there, Tommy Rogers was talking about all those summertime girls in Jacksonville, and I know what that is. We all know what that's code for. He ain't at home playing video games and wearing sock shoes. He's no. out there banging the rats. Dude, you know what he used to wear? Oh my God! What do you used to wear? Hopefully, hopefully a condom or two. I, no, I don't think so. Um. Anyway, he, you, I, I call them them old man shoes, but they're not really. I don't know how to explain them. They're they're the ones that don't really have the string, the strings of those leather strings, Hopper, and they're them loaf. Uh, they're not well, loafers. I don't know what to no, call them. About yeah. They're like kind of dress shoes, but they're not. Right. They're not. They're not boat shoes. Are deck shoes? Are they? Something like that. Oh, Something like that. Be- Oof. That month, every every time I was on the show with him, he would put them, them, them short ass khaki shorts on uh. with with, a sh- with like a and tuck in his little polo shirt and have them deck shoes, loafer type shoes. Oh God, I could on. picture it. He dresses like some kid that's like, yeah, I'm going to uh, LSU pre-med, go Tigers. And, right. Uh, that's exactly what he looks like. That's exactly what he looks <laughs> like. Oh, but anyway, you're right, Doc. Bobby Fulton says, we love seeing all these fans. They are who they are who make us who we are. And then I think Tommy says something like, we love seeing all these pretty ladies around here. So, mm. yeah, it was all about the rat game. Uh, Harper, did you have anything from them? Uh, it, no. We then go to Dr. Death, who defeats Bob Riddle. Harper, you had anything from that match? No. Doc, no. you? Uh, no. Dr. Death then cuts a promo, and I thought he was actually pretty good. I, I want to ask y'all before we decide to play it, uh, what did you think? Doc? I actually I actually did, too, because he was on point. If, if it had been about 10, 15 seconds shorter, it would have been even better, but I thought he was decent here 
Yeah, he didn't bring up football. He was good. Let's go to it. Here it is. David Crockett. Deep, deep down inside you, Ric Flair, and find out what kind of man you are. Look in these eyes, Ric Flair. Look deep in my eyes and find out what kind of machine I am. What makes me tick? Because the greatest wrestling is here in NWA, Jim Crockett Promotions. And it's the finest athlete you'll ever see. Rick Flair, let me say something. You are the finest. Everybody is gunning for you. You are the king of the hill. I'm gonna start chipping that hill down until I get to you, until you sign your name on that dotted line. So Rick Flair, look deep inside my eyes. Because you're looking at the wrestling machine of 1988. And I'm coming for you, Ric Flair. I'm coming for you. Hey! Uh, like I said, I thought it was pretty good. Hopper, you want to yeah. add anything to it? That was good. I'll take that. Yeah. It was a minute and 10 seconds. There you go. That's proof right there. Not everybody can go four minutes like Flair can when it comes right. to these promos. Um, after Dr. Death cuts his promo talking about Ric Flair, and uh, it was a good one, like we said, Midnight Express come out, and they're going to take on Tommy Angel and Rocky King. Uh, pay attention. Um, let's see. It's about 10 seconds if you're watching on the Patreon video. Uh, Stan looks at, like he's ready to take this broad and go do something with her. Yeah. I'm waiting for him. Look, look he's like, well, I he sweetheart. He's like, what's huh. up, girl? Mm. Huh. <laughs> yeah, he put his hand out. Hey, what's I mean, if I don't find anything better the rest of the night, you look could be in the top about. ten. Look at that. Did you see that? everywhere. Did you Desperate see that? Housewives of fucking Destrahan right there. <laughs> you gotta explain what you just said, Aubrey. <laughs> That's what that is. Desperate, Desperate. Housewives of, of uh, Destrahan. Destrahan is a small town in Louisiana, South Louisiana. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, what would all the guys at Wildcat do if that much pussy showed up at a show in, in 2019? Mm, uh, most of them probably would just not uh, nothing. Get, get on my, Get online on PS4 and tell all their gamer buddies about how how <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, they would much. look. They would look like Harper would be like, "Man, look, look at that flock over there," you know, and and then they they they'd look down back. They'd look up for a second and then look back down at their phones and get back to. Damn, uh, that's so true. Whatever they were doing, social. What a missed op- What a missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> well, unless you're Harper, and then you can just scoop it all up. Yeah, you should have seen this. You should have seen this big one trying to get with Hopper at X rated. Oh my is god! Girl, is that the girl he's dating now? No. no. Oh. But I kept messing with. I was like, bro, you know, sometimes you get horny, man. You just oh. gotta take what you can get. He's yeah, like, bro, look at that. She's two thirty. I'm like, I'm just saying, bro. Every now and then. Thirty. I don't know how big bigger she is. than that, bro. She, bro, she could have been a. If we were at 1985, she could have been a fucking Division One offensive lineman. <laughs> Harper, she was trying to throw it at you, though, wasn't she? Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> throw it somewhere else. 
She's, th- she's throwing it at him. I was like, I'm sitting over there trying to, like, bro, you know, sometimes you got to take what you can get. He's like, yeah, bro, I don't want that. Yeah, Why didn't poor. Sasha take your drunk ass back to the hotel? Excuse me? Why didn't Sasha take your drunk ass back to the hotel? Why are you trying to, do you think Harper needs your help to get some ass? I wasn't yeah. even drunk at that point. This is before the show. Oh. <laughs> I got to say something about the Shamrock. And this is for everybody who's going to go next year to X-Rated. They are not skimpy on the drinks. They, If you are drinking liquor, they are very generous about the amount of liquor they are pouring in your cup. That's good. Okay. I, well, you can I just got to put can that find, You don't have to fly all the way to New Orleans to find. Right. You know, you can, <laughs> I mean, you can just go make that happen at your house. All right, I mean, so I let's drink, get, I drink that I drink that rum and Gatorade. I haven't been right since. Let's get let's get back to the show. So, um, Stan and Bobby obviously had had to be thinking. Let's get this finished so we can get to these broads. Um, during this match, Tony breaks the news that Cornette will get ten lashes if the Midnight loses to the Fantastics in an upcoming match, and Cornette goes nuts. Uh, let me play the soundbite. Here it is. You didn't hear Jim Ross earlier. The NWA is Jim Cornette, you'll get ten lashes, two of your men You lose. too, buddy. What? Yes, sir. You too. Get out of your mind. What's the matter with somebody? I'll kill you. Easy. You're the one. You're the one that got me. Settle down. What are you talking about? Easy. I can't be lost. I can't be Yes, you can. Do you realize yes, what? you can. No, I can't. Yes, you can, buddy. Do you realize what the Fantastics could do to me with a belt like this? Yes, we do. They can tear me to weapons. Well, if yours comes to you're as confident as your man as you say you are. You have no problem, man, do you? Well, well of you course I have win. no problem, but I still got a problem because I can't let Bobby Fulton or Tommy Rogers near me with a thing like this. A thing like this in their hands would be a deadly weapon. They would peel a head off my back. Do you mean well, to tell me if we yeah. lose that I'm going to have to get lashed? I know from talking to Mr. Jim. All right, so Corny's going nuts. He doesn't want any part of being lashed. Doc, you got anything else from this match before we keep going? Not from the match, just really. I love the reaction from Corny, and I'll kill you. That's <laughs> the first thing he said. He started choking Jr. You you can see it in the background. Uh, first, like those two have done some really good. Those those two done some really good work together across promotions. They really do. They are uh, good dance partners when it comes to being a manager and commentator. Harper, you got anything else before we go to Ric Flair? No, nah, we go to Flair. All right. So hey, Mike, hey, check yeah. out. Check out as he moves over. Check out the frizzy headed broads behind him. It's a mess, <laughs> and I guarantee you he nailed them. So anyway, go go ahead. No, no, I, I'm with you. Um, all right. <clears throat> so again, the midnight win. Now Ric Flair comes out, and uh, let's hear from Rick and see what he's got to say. Ladies and gentlemen, the world heavyweight champion, Ric Flair, one of the worst. It's great to have rapport with the hometown fans and God only knows the state of Florida and every woman here loves Ric Flair. (laughs) Now Sting, you have finally gotten the Jim Crockett. You've got the 60 minute time limit. 
have got three judges. We're going to Chicago, Detroit, Richmond. We're going around the world. But the bottom line is, pal, if you look through this vast audience, and all the girls in Jacksonville, they'll all tell you I'm a 60-minute man. So 60 minutes are all night long, Sting. You're going to be mine. Now, Dr. Death. You girls know Dr. Death, you know Dr. Death, you're big and you're bad, but the people of my wrestling world like men that dress nice, we like limousines, we like jet airplanes, we like the finer things in life. Woo! So Dr. Death, if this is your year, pal, then it's going to be my century because whether you like it or you don't like it, learn to love it because, come on over here, David, we got room. It's the best thing going today. It's the National Wrestling Alliance. <laughs> it's the Alliance. Huh? It's Jim Crockett Promotions. It's the Four Horsemen. It's the World Heavyweight Championship. And Nikita, Doc, Sting, y'all have to learn, boys. There's only one world champion. Get here, David. I've always shared the fire things with you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the lifestyle of the rich and the famous. Ooh, check it out. So apparently those broads don't need to stay on the other side of the barricade, but uh, I'll throw it to Harper first and get his thoughts on these broads. Man, those broads are probably so stupid. <laughs> well, okay. I, I mean, don't you think so? Uh, <laughs> Doc, thoughts? What I Harper's like when saying? he said, if this is your year, it must be my century. Um, <laughs> yeah. Those I can't say what I want to say because Mike oh. would just no I can't because Mike would cut it. Um, say it. Okay, this is here's the entire problem with in 1988 those two broads were at the wrestling show and in 2019 because they all want to be somewhere where the action is and the wrestling people lost control of their shit. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that, but okay. <laughs> but Rick, but Rick said he had a special rapport with the fans, and I bet that one broad looked at the other broad and said, "Does that mean he's gonna stick it up our asses?" <laughs> Jesus Christ, Doc! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? That's nice. Uh, well, Harper, you said they were dumb. Why did you say that? They look like they didn't look- know. They didn't know what rapport meant. They thought it meant. Those are the kind of women that are like a fucking fish. You just put something shiny in front of them, and, and they can't help themselves. They got to bite the fucking hook. That's what that is. I'm telling you. Simple-minded. You just put something shiny in front of them, and they just... And then, so, and then next so you thing just you know, put a, a little lighted coming out to tip into your dick, and you're, you're set for... Right. And then the fuck next thing you know, some asshole with a Mazio fucking hat is fucking right, fucking putting you in a net and throwing you in his fucking ice chest. 
And there's nothing you can do about it because you're stupid. Harbor <laughs> uh. <laughs> is right. There are fish that there are different types of fish that are dumber than others, man. Some of them yeah. see that sparkly ass lure and they hit that some bitch. Those are the kind of women that, like, if you pulled up in a Corvette, they would be all over you, like, stinking shit. I'm pretty sure that's what, what Robert Gibson kind of feasted upon for about 12, 14 straight years. It's right. Camaro and those women. Well, <laughs> shit happens, right? Um, yeah. Is there any doubt that he took all three of them back to the Marriott? Not a single one. Yeah. Well, he got just- them all. He got them all multiple times that night, too, probably. It, it was, <laughs> wow. All right. Anything else, Hopper, on Ric Flair right there? I mean, I, they're cute, but they're probably dumb as shit, though. I mean. <laughs> you think he cares? Yeah, no. He ain't trying to marry him. Right. He's trying to well, woo at him. He's trying to woo in their face and then do something else in their face. That's nice. As we keep going, the powers of pain go out there. Barbarian, Warlord, Ivan Koloff, they defeat Max MacGyver, Bob Emery, and Curtis Thompson. The powers of pain are still the world six-man tag team champions, just for the record. Uh, Hopper, you got anything from this match? Uh-uh. It wasn't bad. These guys no. bumped well for him. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm like you. I'm just waiting on them to leave. Um, yeah. Is where we're at with them. Doc, anything or keep going? Keep going. Do you have anything, Doc, from the next promo with Jimmy Garvin and Precious? Um, uh, no. Okay. I thought Garvin was actually okay. He, he's talking. This noise, show. You know. This show's interesting because there's a kind of a lull in that middle part there before it it picks well, up. Oh yeah. So. Because when we get to the then end, it's like holy shit. Um, right. Right. It's it's very much back end heavy. Um, Harper, do you have anything from Garvin and Precious? No. Al Perez then defeats Larry Stevens. I'm going to assume uh, one of you have anything from that. I kept hitting 10, 10, 10, <laughs> 10, 10. I was like, how many times do I got to keep hitting this? Fuck. Man, th- this episode's shitty, though, that it takes six seconds for it to load back up. So you only right. gain four seconds by tapping that shit. <laughs> every, time you, every time you hit 10, you, <laughs> you only get a short advance. <laughs> Uh, you hit 10, but you only get five seconds more. So you got to double right. tap it to get to 10. Oh, man. All right. We keep moving. Um, Gary Hart and Al Perez cut a promo. I thought it was very much meat and potatoes. And Gary Hart said they were going to unmask the Midnight Rider. Doc, did you have anything from it? No, that was what I had, too. Yeah. Hopper, you? Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. All right. So. Here's the thing. Nikita then defeats Crusher Nault, but um, that was very quick. And that they was called it. him Crusher Knault. Yeah. Uh, which I, made no sense to me, but whatever. It, it is what it is, right? I mean, they couldn't yeah. spell Ric Flair on their belt at one time. I don't expect him to get pronunciation correct. That was a thing for Southern Territories in general, but I hear you. All right, so we go to basically what this entire episode is all about. And that is this match with Barry Windham and Lex Luger, the NWA world tag team champions versus Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Uh, and the, this match is for the NWA world tag team titles. Um, 
I guess, Doc, I'll throw it to you I, first, I, and then we'll go to Hall. Yeah, I got a couple of early thoughts. Yeah, do um, that because then I'll play the the finish, and then and then I have a timestamp in the middle. Um, I really liked how at the beginning Tony and Jr. were. T- I mean, because it seemed really just innocuous at this time, but at the beginning they talk, they were both talking about Lex and Barry's friendship, and this, they actually used the line "how much they care for each other." Uh, setting the trap that was really really good. They were really. Tony and Jr. are a really good uh, booth, in my opinion, in these matches that get going. Uh, then, how great was Barry Windham in the first few minutes of this match? Because he has to, you know, he has to carry the bigger load here to work with Tully and Arn, and he was just a beast in those first few minutes, just bumping around and carrying things. And then I've got a timestamp. If you could take us to fifty-five sixteen, please, my my dear man. All right, let's go to. We're at fifty-five eleven right now. You want me to play the audio? That was it. Who takes a better Who takes a better big punch than Arn Anderson? Yeah, it's coming back. It's gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna show it again. <clears throat> let's see. Um, he dumps Barry out. He dumps Barry out when he's standing there to go. But <laughs> 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 he sold that. Uh, that was good. Ar- Ar- Arn and Tully were great in this match. Luger, I mean, Luger is what Luger is. He didn't. I mean, he's the he's the which one of these is not like the others, but he wasn't like terrible. It's just he's in there with three masters. Yeah, uh, you can't you can't fault him for that, right? And so you wouldn't expect him to to be there at that point in his career anyway. So then the other thing I was going to ask is um, if we're getting close to like the part where we're talking about the end, do you, Mike, cause you're, you're captain, you're, you're the one that'll hit the juice on somebody and, and juice themselves. Did Luger gig before he hit the post or after, in your opinion? We did after. He went down before though. Like, uh, I'm a, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> Do you have a timestamp from it exactly? I don't. I forgot to get that, man. I wasn't. I wasn't even looking, but I know Luger doesn't like to. But um, let me let me look in a second. Let me ask Harper first. Do you have anything before I get to the actual finish of this, Harper? Well, I, I like the way Barry tagged. How he's just falling back, and he just reaches back for the tag. You don't see that stuff anymore. He's so smooth. Mm-hmm. They're so sweaty, too. Okay. And it's hot in that building, man. Even in April. A hot spring night in Jacksonville, Florida, where the bitches are all sweating their panties off. And it's damn near always humid. So, and and he, hit his, floor, uh, he hit his knee for that knee lift there, man. That was... Yeah. That was nice. That was a good yeah, he move. He saw my... That's like that, like that. Yeah, that was awesome. That's he a was great worn, tag. Yeah, he that was worn was. out, and he mm-hmm. wasn't that fake. Let me stretch. It was right. I'm exhausted. I'm just gonna fall back, and he reaches the hand out, and Luger, Luger gets the tag, and it was um, it was it was good. It was it really was. So, all right, I gotta agree with both of y'all. This was this was great. I mean, it's basically the entire episode, or or what most of the episode is about, and which was the 
best part of it. But all right, let's uh, let's let's go now to the actual finish of this thing. So here we go. Give me a second. All right, I'm gonna turn it up. We'll listen. As you see, Luger, he's up first of all. He got a new. All right, so what? Here it is. He made the tackle. He made the tackle. He got knocked out of the ring. And Barry Windham, the big Texan from Sweetwater, is walking tall in the square circle. Luger hit the floor very hard. There you see, Blanchard with Luger outside. Luger to the other side. Oh God! My God, he's no, he, he went he's face doing it right there. After he went down like a shot. over there, Tony. He is showing and I'll be very surprised if he can even get up. Luger is down. He has not moved over there. There he, is. There he goes. He's trying to get to his feet. Huh. Oh, he's, they really hurt him. Yeah, he's been, he's been lacerated. Oh, no. But Barry Windham is... The big Texan was cooking until that move by Tully Blanchard. Now, how much longer can Barry Windham hold off? The challengers. Luger seems to be out of it. I mean... Seems to be completely out of. He cannot get to his feet. I told you, kid, he wasn't me there. What's he talking about? He said, and if I can repeat that, if I think I caught it right from JJ, he said, I told you, he wouldn't be there. I have no idea what he means. He's talking to Barry. He said, when I told you he wouldn't be there. What's that mean? I don't understand that. Trying to get him off Blanchard. This is a one-man battle right now. Luger is still staggering. He is still on his knees. James Jay continues to talk to Barry Windham. All right, I stopped it or I hit the mute button. Um, Doc, you want to go first or Harper, you want to go first man, or what? It, there's a lot there. Um, I Man, Barry really hit him with that final lariat. He hit the shit out of him. I thought that was awesome. Um, so did he gig before or after he hit the post? No, he did it after. Harper, what do you think? 
I think he did after. Okay. Yeah. I'm not in the routine practice of cutting my own foreheads and, and what the best way to do that is always. So I'll defer to you guys. Um, I thought Tony and Jr. if you just go back and listen to that, which I know this is a podcast, so that's what you just did, did a fantastic job of putting that whole thing over. Uh, I like the fact that Teddy Long was so stunned that he didn't even count the pen at first, and Arn had to, like, count this thing. Um, Arn jumping up and, and acting excited because they won the belt made it seem like they, you know, hey, we won something of value here. Shocking how that works. And... I guess the the biggest thing is we got a fourth horseman, pal. Took a while, but yes. Yeah, but what you... he's gonna tell he's gonna tell you next week about how long that's been in motion. Uh yes. Uh Harper, what do you have from it? It's about time. Fuck. We got four of them again. And I love when they're going to the back uh JJ pulls him to have him turn around because he knows the fucking camera's there to yes. do the full horseman symbol. He turned him around. Luger looks mm-hmm. for a second, smirks, full horseman yeah. symbol, turns back around. Arn and Tully join him, and they walk all to the back. Beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. So this is this is probably either the it's either the first if you go with the original or the second. I mean, the second if you go with the original or the first, the best iteration of the horseman in a lot of people's minds. You're saying you're saying Barry, Flair, Arn, and Tully are most people's favorites. If they, if it's not Oli, right? Oh, gotcha. I I'm this is either one. This is one A or one B for a lot of folks. I mean, it ain't gonna be it ain't gonna be Mongo, pal. Yeah, (laughs) sorry. Yeah, I had to say the original is probably my top, and then this is definitely one B. But you're right. You mean you don't like the Paul Roma version, Doc? Oh, that's the best kind. He he should have beat Flair. Just ask him. <laughs> we'll keep going. Uh, let's go now to um, the, we're going to see Dusty walking to the back. He's a bold bastard. He's walking to the back to confront. <laughs> Man, Barry. when you watch this on the video, watch Flair look at him as he walks in like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> what? what? And then they jump him and Flair's all in on it, but. Yeah, he's a, a Dusty. A, the, the, let's see, Dusty. The rider is a bold bastard here, going into the heel locker room and going after Barry. Uh, let's listen to. What and I love, well, and I love when you hear this. If you're not watching it, is all the heels start yelling, "Get the mask! Get the mask!" <laughs> just, right. It's the little things, man. Here it is. Well, it, it appears, and, and I understand we are going to try to follow the Midnight Rider. I'm sure we have Sam back there. Why don't we just let the video speak for itself here?
Uh, Harper, I'll go to you first. You know what that looks like? What? Watch, watch the video of, of of when that crazy guy shot Ronald Reagan. <laughs> That's what that you, looks like. You're talking about John Hinckley Jr.? Yeah. Okay. That's what it looks like. He's on to something um, with that. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just identifying the party. That's nice. Not the party like the party. The person who did the shooting. Asshole. Man, Man that so- it sounded violent, like a gang of criminals, a, a, a band of jackals just trying to get it. Yep. And they got and they got to go on there and save the save the captain of the fucking team. He's he a leader. St- he's drunk down at the yeah. bar causing problems. And they're like, yeah. oh, what the fuck's Captain America doing? I don't know. Get Iron you Man know, there. I know Barry turned on Lex here and he slams Luger and he's mad at Luger because it felt like Luger deserted him in the middle of the match because Luger got knocked out and was bloody and and then Arn pins Lex and they win the world tag team belts back Arn, Arn and Tully that is but Dusty aka the Midnight Rider is a bold bastard I mean look man that's a that's a kamikaze mission what he just did. He didn't right. walk in there with anybody else at first. It was just him. What and he, he goes up to Barry. What the hell are you doing, man? And did you hear Barry? Barry was like, I know, I know who you are, Dream. You could take that mask off. <laughs> <laughs> but just he's, just he's just suicidal. Goes into the heel locker room and gets dealt with, as they say, beat down. Oh, okay, Dusty. Well, he right. was pretty bold. I also like the fact there's a couple more things to that. This is still at that time when you didn't get to go backstage with the camera all the time. So it felt real special to be able to see what was going on behind the curtain. Yeah. And and then it's cool because all the, I mean, you had Eaton in there and, and the heels. So it wasn't just the horsemen. So. That's another unique look at it because they talk about hanging out or, or that they have respect for each other, but you actually got to see it. Oh, man. Thoughts on right. Midnight? Go ahead, Hopper. Why is it his business anyway? Now, Because he, ra- he raised him. He was a second father because Blackjack was too busy counterfeiting nice. money or something. Now, if it was fucking Lex... <laughs> If it was Lex going back there, then yeah, that makes sense because he fucked them over and he fucked them out the tag team title. But who fucking, you know, mind your business, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm with Auburn, man. Shit ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> My whole thing, and again, we're guilty right now probably of looking at through 2019 eyes. Is, yeah. <laughs> you're a bold son of a bitch to... Just walk into the lion's den and think you ain't going to get dealt with. Mm-hmm. You're just, bo- I mean, that's just like, dude, that's a gang of criminals back there. And you're just going to walk your happy ass back there and yell at Barry Window, what you doing? And I love Barry. Again, I love Barry's response. Dream, you could take that hood off. I know who, who you are. But damn. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. Midnight Rider got what he had coming to him right there. You just don't do that. You don't walk into yeah. the locker room. And I know the babies piled on after they took the mask off, but shit, come on, man. All right. 
Any other thoughts, Hopper, on what went down in the turn and Barry is now a horseman? Nah. Doc, you? I thought this was all, inc- I mean, obviously I'm a horseman, Mark, so, but I thought this was all incredibly well done. Yeah, don't don't take my uh, fussing about, don't take Hopper and I's fussing about the Midnight Rider walking into the lion's den is n- us not liking it. You know what? Barry Windham is now a horseman, and um, when you talk about we, the horseman. We can make money with that. Yeah, we are, uh, you know, this is. Uh, well, could we agree, uh, Hopper? Is this your favorite iteration of the Horseman, or do you like the original better? I mean, the original is always the best one. But is this but the, the is this a close second? I'll take this. Yeah, it's a close second. Doc, is it a close yeah. second for you? It, it's not first. a Mercedes, but hey, you know, it's a BMW. I'll still take it. Could be Great my point. first. It'd be your first. I said it could be. I haven't decided. I think I said that in the top five one time or something, but I, I'm a, I'll go back it, and relook at it and, and come I, back with my report. I still think Oli and old the Oli version, which is the first version, is one A and this is one B. And the original is not always the best because everybody knows. And if you don't agree with me, remember it's SMU heavyweight that you want to <laughs> send your your responses yes, right. to. But everybody knows that Star Wars wasn't the best of the first three; that it was Empire Strikes Back. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, uh, speaking of um, Empire striking back, Sullivan is out here, and um, Sullivan brings a little bit of hyperbole. Uh, hyperbole, wouldn't you agree? That it was God? the greatest thing in the history of wrestling. Yeah, he called that the greatest moment in pro wrestling history. Um, I think we've heard that line a few times. Uh, I, I was fine with it. I mean, he's crazy Kevin Sullivan out there with the Varsity Club, but I, I didn't really have anything up from it other than him making that making that statement. What did you have, Hopper? Nothing. I just yeah. don't you think it's kind of dangerous doing this in front of a, a crowd like this, this close? With Sullivan? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't know, man. Doc in 88, people still believed and they wanted you dead. Yeah, that's true. But but if you look, uh, the horseman sign, you know, everybody's holding up the four fingers behind him. So it's like a, it's a pro heel crowd back there as well. Yeah. So I don't know. But I, I hear you. I know why you would say that, because he is he is doing some devilish shit. So, all right. So after Sullivan, we go out. And we get Mike Rotunda who defeats Sam Bass. The entire match. All JR and Tony do is discuss their shock about Barry's shocking turn in the previous match. And, you know, I, I, we need to say that. they. Man, they I'll tell it. you this. That sucked the air out of the arena because that arena was quiet during this match. Yeah. You think they were shocked, Harper? I think they were shocked because I guarantee you, when those people walked into that building, they didn't expect to see that. That was a house show, pal. You're right. They didn't expect to see Barry turn on Luger. They're going to lose the belts, and he's a horseman now. And, and shit, you know, they because there was no hint of that of, of that happening. Mm-mm. Right. No thought of it happening. J- I, JJ I, I, had it. He told him. He goes, I told you he wouldn't be here. How was he talking to him? I guess we have to figure that out next week. We'll figure it out next week. And then, you know, from the get-go also – you remember Flair said a long time ago, we got an opening, Barry Windham, I'm looking at you. Something like that. I don't remember exactly, but close to. So anyway, Rotunda defeats 
Sam Bass um, stretches him a little bit, and that was that. And then JR, what they didn't go to is JR and Tony throw it to a replay of Barry's turn during the tag title match. So they were so in shock, they went ahead and replayed it, which I'm okay with the way they replayed that. Let me just say that. Um, from there, you going to say something, Doc? I was just going to say 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, All right, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, I'm done. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, from pat- there, go ahead, Hover. And then they showed him with the flag. I mean, uh, the mask. I'm about to play that right now. They go to JJ and the Horseman uh, and Barry at the very end. Here it is. It's about the size you are. We have it all picked up for us. Hey, guys. That's So as we go away, we get the four horsemen sign from Barry and they hangs the Midnight Rider mask out of the window and we cut to black and that is the oh. episode. They took the belts, they took the mask, they stole people's hearts. They they what else, man? Yeah, I'd have been pissed off the whole weekend after seeing this. And then fucking Monday <laughs> at school be like, "Bro, you saw what happened?" <laughs> man. This was rough. This was definitely yeah. rough. This was rough. Uh, if you were a fan of the baby faces during this day and time, so, um, and that's how they close it. Was that the right way to close the episode, Doc? Let me ask you. Yeah, because that's the way they would close things in the '90s. Somebody getting in that car and driving off every week on Nitro. Yeah. Great way to close it, Hopper. Do you like to close there? That was perfect. All the all, the only thing missing is that Rick didn't tell them which Marriott they were going to. I'd assume there's more than one in Jacksonville. I agree. Also, wanted to point out. So you couldn't if you're if you're watching on Patreon at tinyurl.com/slash/patreonbtt. Um, basically, JJ presents Barry Windham his horseman jacket, and then like we were talking about, as they're driving off in the limo, Barry rolls down the limousine window. Puts out the four fingers and the Midnight Rider mask that they took from Dusty. And that was it. So uh, how about we uh, get to rating this thing? Before we do so, I want to remind everyone to uh, use our Amazon referral link at tinyurl.com slash Amazon. A great way to support this show. Um, but you don't have to spend anything extra. So go buy Bobby Blaze's book, Pin Me, Pay Me. Go buy anything and everything off of Amazon at tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Appreciate it. Give that link to the wives, girlfriends, hoes, and side pieces in your life and tell them to use it. Doc, uh, I'll throw it to you first. What are you going to rate this one? I mean, this is a major turn. Pass here. What it you over to Harper first. All right, Pass Harper, it over to Harper first. It? I get this one a, a fucking A. I think I agree with Harper. It's an A. Mm-hmm. Maybe even an A+. plus. What do you think, Doc? Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm... Yeah, a fucking A+. plus. I'll give it a fucking A+. plus. Doc? Man, I'm going to have to say an A+. There was a lot of slow moments in there in the replay, but, I mean, you talk about such a big moment that carries such weight 
and how well it was done and how good that match was before they even did that. And I got to say a plus. <coughs> That's what's tough sometimes about rating like this show. <coughs> excuse me. Outside of that moment. I mean, there wasn't a ton of other stuff, but you it's hard. I mean, you got uh, that was half your episode was that moment. And then Dusty, you know, deciding to act like uh, he was going to take on all the heels. But that one moment with Barry Turner was was everything. So sounds like we all gave it an A plus, which uh, I'm going to, you know, it's worth it. Uh, I'm confused on the Rolex, though. And when I say confused, I'm going to be shocked if we give it to a different person. Doc, you go first. Different person than who? Go! I want to hear who you're gonna give it to. We Hopper Barry, and I went first on the on the rating. Barry, Barry Wyndham, dude. I got Barry as well. Who you got, Harper? Yeah, it's gotta be Barry. Self-explanatory. It's one of the biggest moments in 1988 yeah. for sure. Andy wrestled his ass off to be to boot. Yeah, that was a think about that. We gave this episode an A plus. There was no arm promo, and Ricks was really just pretty average to be for him yeah it was just you know he was he was out there with some space mountainettes and that was pretty much it so yeah good uh anyway really really good stuff hopper before we um get out of here what is the date for the big show wildcats big announcement do you know off top of your head november 3rd november 3rd it's a sunday yeah sunday night Train center Booker T, Stevie Ray, Harlem Heat are going to be there. Rob Van Dam's going to be there. The card is lo- the Honky Tonk Man is going to be the there. The Honky Tonk Man is going to be there. Big show. Wildcat's going to do it big. It's the is this the seventh or eighth Revolution Rumble? I don't even remember. I think it's the eighth. Yeah, might be the eighth. So the Revolution Rumble, which is one of Wildcat's next to X-rated, one of their biggest shows of the year. It's usually the anniversary show, so it's probably the eighth at this yeah. point. It's at the Pontchartrain Center in Kenner, Louisiana, which is a very, very nice building. They're looking to pack it out with about three, four, five thousand people. So if you're in the area, Sunday, November the 3rd, go check it out. Um, I will not be there, I don't think. Who knows? We'll see. Maybe so. The Saints don't play that Sunday, so I don't exactly. know. We'll see what happens. Perfect. So, but go check it out. Hopper will be there. Hopper, watch your back because uh, those Kenner fans, something's wrong Kenner with them bruh. sometimes, man. Kenner, bruh. Uh, but it's going to be a big show. Harlem Heat's going to be there. Is it the finals of the of the tag team tournament too? This is it. The first go. ever Wildcat Tag Team Champions will be crowned. Beautiful, beautiful. Going to be a great show. So go check it out, Wildcat Sports. For information, just go to Facebook and then search Wildcat Sports and Entertainment, and you can get your tickets from WildcatSports.com as well. I believe. Ain't that right, Hopper? That's the rumor. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love when Harper cuts a promo on the people. It's not that hard. Just go to Facebook. Search Wildcat Sports. Yeah, I mean, don't you hate that? You're like, let's see. You. I mean, you know how these people are. Isn't that how fun? That's like people, I post a, a, the poster of the show, and they ask, when is it? Did you look at the fucking poster? <laughs> Did you look at it? It's right there. Uh, just so y'all know, I uh, said that just to get Hopper riled up. <laughs> and it's crazy. Like, these people are fucking driving around in fucking two-ton fucking vehicles. 
<laughs> These people are probably on the fucking road. The fucking you and me. Right. Oh, God. Right. They're fucking parenting children and, and they drive around in fucking two ton vehicles every fucking day. You should try going to a parenting, parent meeting, information meeting at an elementary school sometime, Harper. Oh, God. So, what time is lunch? Well, if you look at the packet we handed out, (laughs) and you're there, and you don't need to be there, all you needed was them to email you the packet so that you could read it, but your wife's like, no, we got to go to the meeting, so then you're at the meeting, and you're at an elementary school, which means the only chair in that building that's comfortable is the principal's chair, so you're sitting in some chair designed for seven years, listening to people last questions about shit in the packet that they just just handed you bro let me tell Mike, you something. am i wrong am i wrong every time my wife would say we got to go to the school tonight for something my first response would be is this truly necessary and have they, have they sent something out with this information because i am tired of going to the school and them reading to me what is in the packet and she would say, yeah, and here's the other thing. She would say, yes, it's important. So you drag your ass down there and, and then you walk out going and go, this was not time. important. Not, not a, 100%, Doc, 100%. And, and I'm like, thinking the same thing. Oh, yeah, they yeah. want to go home. They don't get paid yeah. enough for that shit. Right. The teachers are thinking, I mean, can we just not send this out to people? And, and, and Doc's right. The, the, the bad part is, these motherfuckers ask, ask ask questions that is in the packet. It like what says time, it in black and white. What time's recess? Would little Bobby be able to do this? No, what what are we doing here? Little Bobby is uh, he has a gluten allergy, so is there a? He's like he's lactose intolerant. Yeah, so you know, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you the one. I'm gonna tell you the big one, the big one, and apparently it's it's real because you can like really on die from it is the peanut allergy yeah they don't okay. play with that in 2019 that does not get played with that the school systems yeah kurt matthews has the fucking peanut allergy i was like you know What's why it? you got a fucking peanut allergy because your mama was too fucking scared to give you peanuts because she thought you would fucking choke on them when you're a fucking kid so you didn't build an immune system to fucking nuts <laughs> that's why you got the fucking allergy so thank you fucking mama for that <laughs> Doc, are you there? Oh, I'm here. <laughs> That's what it's from. Ah, <sighs> okay. Is that uh, what it's from? I don't no, think so, Hopper. I, I don't think. think I, don't, I, don't, I don't think. Let me be. Let me do the be the doctor here. I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right, man. well, enough shenanigans. Yeah. Doc has to, I got to go, so let's wrap this I, thing up. I do too, man. So, Doc, go ahead and drop. I'm good. I got All two right. things I got to do real quick. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yep. Uh, so, check out the wrestling podcast about nothing with ROH's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett. They do their thing every single Monday. Um, it drops. Just search WPAN or wrestling podcast about nothing, and you can get their shows. They're talking classic and current stuff. 
A great show, nonetheless, that those guys do. And then check out Our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier, definitely more professional than us. So thanks, Joe and Quinn, for all of your plugs. And check out Our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast, every single Monday as well. So that's WPAN and OVP. They support us, so please support them. And remember, become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. We would greatly appreciate it. Harper, I think I'm all tuckered out, man. What about you? You tired and want to get up out of here? You had a long day at work today, huh? Let's roll. All right, Hop. Hit the tagline, get us home. Fuck it, bitch. Before we get out of here, I want to thank all the patrons out there that we have who make this show possible twice a week, each and every week for free. Uh, Thank you all. Thank you for your pledges. We appreciate it. And um, I can't say thanks enough. So I always like to close the show with thanking all of our patron members out there. Also, I want to thank the Hall of Fame patrons out there. Bob Richards, Michael Angel, Rocky Suazo, Christopher Champer, Will Harkey, Robbie Dyson, Rick Beebe, Brad Dunifin, Tom Schlegel, Coach Joey Chase, a.k.a. Willie Chase, Steve Malbasa, LaRon Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott, at GA Russell Nutt on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller, a.k.a. Half Pints Point on Twitter, keep cutting those promos, kid, Josh Warren, Everett Starr, Super Duper Hall of Famer, Mike Childry, Super Duper Hall of Famer, Kyle Riley, Super Duper Hall of Famer, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie. Mark, I had a great time doing that Halloween Havoc 93 with you. Can't wait to do it again next year, thanks to you being a Super Duper Hall of Famer. Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Zine at YRC21 on Twitter, Josh Dunn at Ryan and Auburn on Twitter, um, good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green III, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Pru, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, Slider91 US, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, Ari Miller39, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Coleman 822, Marty Howell, T 94 Gobbled Unreal. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. And also, before I get out of here, make sure you check out my friend Mike Prue and his bottom line cast going through the 
career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Just search Bottom Line Cast wherever you get your podcast from. Also, don't forget on the new $5 tier, besides the Jim Crockett Promotions pay-per-views, and I say new, it's not really a new tier at this point, but besides the Jim Crockett Promotions pay-per-views, you also get the ECW Livecast, which is Mike Pru and JV. They do every two weeks. They take two episodes of ECW, do it watch-along format. They play promos in the background, though, so you can get the audio as well. But it's a great show, so don't forget to download those episodes as well. It's nothing but ECW. Early ECW. It's so bad, it's good. With that said, once again, thanks to all the patrons. If you're not one, it's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. We appreciate it if you become one. And you guys have a great week. And until next time, you know what Hopper always says when he gets out of here. Book it, bitch.